where we talk about the Chicago Bears. That means Zach is here. That means there's something to talk about with the Chicago Bears. Zach, how are you doing? Welcome back. You know, life's life's peachy. I'm doing real good. Uh, you know, I'm just just like I'm just like you. I'm along for uh, whatever is ahead in the off season. Now I get to do a little debates on possible certainties or uncertainties with how who we're playing this year. You know, but I'm with you, man. I'm I'm great. I'm along for the ride. <laughs> That's all I can yeah. put anymore. I'm along for the ride. Yeah, we uh, we got the schedule release. Um, you and I kind of, you know, I'm glad it waited because it could simmer because people very overreacted to the schedule and what was going to happen. And like OTAs just started for the Bears. And so all that's been coming that out. And you're hearing good things about the wide receivers. You're hearing good things about Justin Fields and the running backs um, and the, even the defense. Um, you know, they talk about how great the linebacking core is looking, actually. So um, I was kind of glad to wait to think about the schedule. But hearing the OTAs and being all positive – um, it's good for just OTAs. You know, it's not a big deal, but to hear that from a young group that they have coming in is fantastic as a Bears fan. Hmm. I I like the talk surrounding Chase Claypool the yes. most. Yes. And in terms of, oh, he's picking it up. He's looking real crisp. You know, he, he looks way better than he did at the end of the year already. You know, he's not confused like he was last season. Cool. I mean, I, I, that's what I want to hear, you know. But you know me, you know me, Steve. Talk's cheap. Uh-huh. I need to see some. I need to see performance. Now, credit that that is good. And and we knew coming in the off season, it's a contract year. He didn't know the playbook last year, and Luke Getzey didn't cut him any slack. So that's great. Also, linebacking core. I mean, hey, I want to hear defensive progress on no matter what. Yes. You spend money on my on my linebackers. And on that front line, on a little bit on that front line at two, yeah, you're damn right. I want to hear they're gelling good right now yes. in yes. the early going. I need to hear that. You know, also been hearing like you've been, you and I have been hearing too. You know, Justin Fields' progress is looking good. He's looking sharper. Hey, great! I love it. I heard that last year, but I'm hearing it more and more earlier in the year. So yes, that's great. You know, this was, is all the stuff I want to hear. I was about, I was about to say that to you. Like, yeah. I'm, I was being positive about it, but yeah, I love hearing it. But <laughs> that's why I, that's why I instantly came out with the talk is cheap thing because yep. that only that, I, I, every team does the spin this uh-huh. time of year. Yep. I mean, I, I love hearing about Chase Claypool. I buy that. I buy that he's getting it down yes. better this year because he has more time. But like talk is indeed definitely cheap <laughs> until yes. I see progress. Until yes. I see week one when they step on the field to play Green Bay, although. I mean, Green Bay anymore. Talk about spin doctors out in Wisconsin. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, what a fall from grace. That is Jordan looking. Love is the savior. He's going to be a third straight Hall of Fame quarterback to go over to Green Bay. I call BS until I see it happen. Please don't happen. Is he <laughs> no. going to own Chicago? Is he going to turn and say, I own you to the crowd as he does something? Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> that jackass I looking own towards you. us? I I own you. I am the landlord of, of Soldier Field, and I will also own the deed on the new Arlington Heights facility. I swear to God, really, if- that's what—that's really what Rogers should have said if you wanted to get into Bear, under Bears fan skin because of the whole we rent from the city. Just yeah. go. I am the landlord. <laughs> 
he should have. I swear to God. Sh- Rent, rent's due. That's what he should have said. Rent's due. <laughs> That's what he should have done. Right in the end zone and just go like. I've come, I've come to collect. I am the tax man. And <laughs> I've come to collect. Where's the money? And go look around the stadium. I swear if Jordan Wind Love. Windbone is inbound. <laughs> if Jordan Love becomes a Hall of Fame quarterback. Which I don't see. I swear to I swear on everything. I don't either, but we'll find out week one, won't we? We most certainly will. Um, before we look at the schedule, there is a new wide receiver out there as a free agent. He is. I got. I want to hear you on this one though, because D Hop to Chicago. What What do you think? I mean, we did just upgrade. If if we did the position, if we didn't just get DJ Moore, I might have sat there and said, "Okay, Bears, go get him." But now that we have, I think a decent wide receiver group, I don't think the Bears should get him because he's got some miles on him. I'm not saying he's a troublemaker, but I mean there is there's a reason why he is gone now. And I just don't think that the Bears need to deal with that right now. They they want to build things up. If you bring him in, now you're trying to spread the ball around between DJ Moore, him, Chase Claypool, Mooney, and Cole, you know, Cole Komet. Like now you're trying to spread this wealth around, which is going to be tough on a growing on a Justin Fields that everybody is hoping takes a next step forward. So I don't think they really need to go get him. Now, if we didn't have a Chase Claypool, if we didn't have DJ Moore, I'd be like, yeah, you got to go get this guy. But I also think yes, I also think he doesn't want to go to the Bears. I know people talk about it. I think he wants to go somewhere to win right now. It kind of feels that way because I think, what was it, today I'd seen hints like uh, for some reason the Jets and then like I think New England's been brought up. Yes. Um, yep. Now this one would be a killer for you and I, but – I actually could see it is there have been folks saying, you know, Detroit would be a pretty good fit for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, yeah, he kind of would be a good fit. <laughs> he actually be a great fit. And they have cap space currently to accommodate if they mm-hmm. wanted to Chicago. I'm with you. If, if they hadn't gone for DJ Moore, I'd be like a full bore. Yeah. Pick him up. You know, and then, you know, next draft, you pick up the young guy who's the transitional ne- next receiver one that you then move on to it once the deal's done with Hopkins and his last decent contract that he's right. going to get, you know, and, and th- this time now you're like, it's, it's too fulfilled because that's the thing. Who, who do you ax to give him targets? Because, because you can do it to Mooney, but <laughs> that that's going to suck because that, that he has great chemistry with Justin Fields, it seems mm-hmm. right now. So yeah, I don't like that idea. You can do it to Claypool, but then you're going to get all the folks going, ha, wasted draft pick because if you if you bench claypool that means you spend a second rounder on a bench player yep that's yep. horrible optics for a front office yep if you say yeah he's not playing now or he's yeah. he's he's receiver five yes <laughs> when he's obviously should be like a receiver two or three three minimum he has to be a three minimum yes out there yes you know or at least the two and then you put mooney in the slot whatever you're gonna do he has to be out there in the main roster mm-hmm. playing out there on sunday so you know, it doesn't make sense now. But if D Hop goes to Detroit, I think he, I think Detroit, as much as I would hate to see it, 
for the division and for our sake of a team that was that's getting better in our end Detroit should be if they're saying they'll give them a call you know yeah. be like hey we, we got we got St. Brown on the other side if they can't guard if they have to guard St. Brown you're wide open and Jared's been getting better you saw what he did last year mm-hmm. he'll throw to you we got a yeah. good line to protect them and they have a good running give back. them two good receivers and a good running back you know you're welcome Detroit uh, yeah you're wel- although sounds like he's dealing with injuries in uh OTAs right now so oh. Okay. You know, I call it karma for dissing on Chicago. By the way, that that is <laughs> Did you true. You see that he? Do you see what he was talking about? With uh, it's been not so fun. It was like, well, yeah, no, it's not been fun. But but then they said, like, come then, on, man. But then you chose Detroit. Like, no offense to Detroit. I love what they're doing there. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, a lot of us are optimistic they're going to take another step. Right. I, I have them right now as my favorite to win the division, but right. they still have to prove it. Right. <laughs> it's still Detroit. I know. <laughs> this it is was... the Lions we're talking about here. Yeah, like, yeah, because I, I love Detroit, but I saw that. I was like, but wait, you picked Detroit? It's not like you went to Minnesota where they went, they've been winning games. Like, you're, you're picking Detroit. Who, who who will probably win a lot of games this year if everything clicks? But, like, don't say that. Mm-hmm. That's karma right there. You never say that stuff. I know. Ever. I know. I, I, I he talks. I, I look, look, if he, he'll, I bet he's healthy by, I don't think it's something that's like end of year injury thing, but he'll be healthy by week one. Right, but like I was like, that's total karma for running your for running your mouth a little bit. I love you, I love you, Monty. But come on, man, let's chill out here. You know, I know. You just got a decent a decent contract with Detroit. Go play your your ball and go have revenge against us if you please. Yes, yes. that's all I'm gonna say. But I I think if if D Hop was smart, I think he goes if he goes to the Jets. That's another one where I'm like, where the hell is he getting his targets from? You know. Because, like, uh, for example, I was watching the Craig Carton show today, the uh, on FS1, and they're taught. And Craig is a diehard Jets fan. Like, he's been gushing over Aaron Rodgers, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we can do D Hop." And they're and all the guys on his panel are like, Who, "Who's losing targets, Craig? Uh-huh. You know, yep. is it is it Corey Davis? Is it Alan Lazard? Are you really going to bring Alan Lazard over from Green Bay and just say, you know what? Sorry, pal, <laughs> no targets for you." No, uh, no soup for you. Is it McCole Hardman? Yeah. <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> so that's the deal. I think you got to find someone that, you know, it's a legitimate, he gets a second option and he is the de facto second option. I think Detroit makes the most sense uh-huh. or New England. But I think, I think if you're going to New England, you're sacrificing good QB play. Unless you believe in Bill O'Brien to change the gears around in a season, which is possible. But I think the more proven alley is to go to Detroit. Yeah, I think so. I think he'll end up in Detroit. That wasn't on my beginners list for him. I was thinking, you know, I was thinking Jets. I was thinking uh, Patriots. I know people throw Kansas City out there, but I just don't. That would be that'd be too. Bad. And he could, but he's not going to be like. I don't see him being de facto one because their system at this point is usually Travis Kelsey or you are you're a role player. You know, mm-hmm. you're a, you fit the, you fit the need. You are not the need needed, right. you know, uh, Detroit, you can at least make a case for like, well, you still get your numbers, but you also fit the need we need, which is a de facto number two. Plus, well, Jamison, Jamison Wilson, is, Williams, Jameson Williams is going to be possibly out for what? Five weeks mm-hmm. for gambling violations that he quote unquote didn't know about. Yep. So wouldn't be a bad option to have a number two that you can start the season and be like, all right, we don't have to rely on uh, St. Brown again. We can at least throw to someone else mm-hmm. instead. 
I even thought about Buffalo, but again, you'd be taking touches away from somebody, but I even threw out Buffalo just in a conversation. So I think it could be Detroit, Buffalo, or New England. I think that's kind of where he's going to float around a little bit. But you're right. If you're looking at who has who has better potential, you're looking at Detroit, and that's probably where it's going to happen. I mean, it's setting up for him right now. You know, Minnesota – I mean, that's, our, that's our division right now. Like, there's so much uncertainty with Green Bay. Chicago has a lot of the praise of potential, but you have a lot of folks that still doubt that they can capitalize on it to, like, be a, you know, plus 10 winning team. I I still hear, like, people, they're like, well, eight or nine. And that's uh-huh. what we've been saying, too. But, yeah. you know, they're still doubting that. Detroit, there's folks doubting, but it's the most concrete, given that their roster didn't turn over. It's the same one that ended the season. Basically, one better playoff one game law one basically if they don't lose to carolina and they just win out they're in that, uh-huh. that's 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 crazy yep. you know they're one bad carolina loss away from have made a playoff berth off of that horrible streak at the beginning of the year yep so that's where we're at and d hop would help that immensely <laughs> he would which is scary he would i would not want to face that no you know no, i would not um all right, let's move on to our Bears schedule. I broke it down to three sections. You take first six weeks, next six weeks, the next five. That's the easiest way for me to look at it. because oh, coaches, coaches look at it to break down. If you can survive this part of the schedule, survive this part, then survive this part, this is kind of where your season's going to end. So we'll start. I don't like that one. I like this one. There we go. Yeah, whichever you prefer. I, 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 can, I can look at it either way. Your audio audience is like, what the hell is he talking about? And we're just like, it's okay. Video we got on here, fancy yeah. clips that Steve's put together. Yes, yes, I did. It's called screenshotting and sharing the screen. It's the hardest thing I've wow, ever done. Magic. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first six weeks we open up with the Green Bay Packers, which we've talked about. Week two, new look Tampa Bay Buccaneers without Tom Brady. Your Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs at Kansas City. That'll be tough. The new look Sean. Yeah. The new look Sean Payton, Denver Broncos, who I think Sean Payton will turn that around very quickly. At the Washington Commanders, eh, that's okay. And then versus Minnesota, that's the first six weeks of the Bears' schedule. Is there anything here for you that kind of pops out for the start of our the young, thundering Bear Cubs that they have to run out to? Uh, I mean, hey, we'll we'll certainly learn by week three what kind of Bears team we've got because we've got to take on the world champions that really are basically the same as they were last year. Uh, look, I think I think the intriguing matchup, everyone wants to see what Green Bay's like, and I think everyone wants to see what Chicago's like because, you know, it's a, it's a Packers squad without Rodgers. You know, they get to play in Chicago on a, a late afternoon Fox game that I'm hoping is the national that I'm trying to remember if it's a national game or not for game of the week. I don't think it is, but you know, it's a fun contest. And I think a lot of people are going to be tuning in for the intrigue of it. Uh, if I'm looking at like strength, the schedule overall, again, green Bay is the wild card. I have no idea what we're going to get, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's a toss up to me until I see something. Cause like there are guys on there that are talented, but it comes down to Jordan love in my, in my opinion. Uh, as well as, you know, how advanced the Bears offense has been year over year with these new pieces. You know, Tampa Bay, 
I mean, I think that's a winnable game. <laughs> got, got to be yep. honest with you. Yep. Unless Baker Mayfield is the perfect match to go to the Bucks, or Kyle Trask as finally after two years development, he comes in and he goes, you know what? I was born ready. Mm-hmm. Like does a Patrick Mahomes on a song. We're going son of, a- <laughs> yeah. you know, throwing our hands up Which- at it. You know, D- Denver crapshoot. And it comes down to Sean Payton. I-, I actually have faith that Sean Payton will turn that, that Denver squad around. There's a lot of, there's so much talent on that Broncos squad. Yes. That yes. I really do believe people. Some people are thinking that people are crazy for this because they think that, Russell Wilson's over the hill. I believe it personally was Nathaniel Hackett. I think Sean Payton turns this around and they are, they're potent. Maybe not, maybe not playoff worthy, but they're going to be better than last year to where they're going to be like fighting for a wild card. So not an easy out there. Uh, Commanders defense is still the bread and butter. I mean, I have quite, I still have questions about some of their other elements, but you know, by this point we'll know what Chicago roster we have under our wing, which I mean, Say we're at this point and we get to three and one. Oh yeah, I think we can beat Washington, and I think we beat Minnesota, possibly. But that really depends how much of a backslide Minnesota takes this year. I still think that they're very much in the conversation with the division. I know a lot of people look at them negatively, but I mean they are kind of the better standard right now in the NFC North in terms of like guaranteed talents on that side. Right. So. You know, I, it really depends. Like if that if that Bears offense comes out swinging, then who knows? Maybe we end up. Uh, I I mean, it's, I'm ballsy, but five and one, four and two, up the upper echelon of this. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you know, not much to change. You know, everybody's going to circle that green. I know it's not the. It might be game of the week if it's at three twenty-five or one of them. Who knows? But that's going to be the one circle, just because. Is Green Bay going to be a shell of their former selves without Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love? What's the offense going to look like? I know their defense is supposed to be better than what it was last year, but we'll see. But, you know, second year in an offense there for the Bears, you know, what are we going to look like? Um, You would think that they could win at Tampa, of course. Kansas City, (laughs) that's going to be, you know, that'll give them everything they want. The Denver, oh, of course. The Denver game, it all it's not going to come down to Sean Payton. It's going to come down to Russell Wilson. I think by that point, if Russell Wilson is still playing the way he played last year, Sean Payton will make a move. I don't think he really cares what they're paying him. Sean Payton will make some type of move. So the Denver game is a toss-up just because of that. I think they can beat Washington because we were so close last year. As a def- the defense did its job. It was just offense just could do nothing. And then we'll really know what the Bears are made of in week six because Minnesota, I mean, they played better than even Green Bay Packers. Like, if you looked at it overall, they've been, they were playing better. They have great numbers. We were so close to beating them last year. We had a couple special teams errors there that could have, you know, flipped that one. But I think week six will really, really know what the Bears team is going to look like. By that week, we should already know the, the steps Justin Fields is taking the offensive line meshing together, and what the wide receivers look like, and if we are getting pressure on the quarterback. We will know going against Tampa Bay's offensive line, uh, Washington's offensive line for sure, what kind of defensive line we're going to have, in my opinion, those first six weeks, and what will build from there as we continue on in the schedule, in my opinion. Yeah, you're not wrong. I don't think you're wrong at all for that. Um you know, I think I think for the Bears, like like I said, this this first quarter schedule has a lot of like the more question mark teams. That's what's got me 
kind of I'm 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 optimistic. Call it cautiously optimistic because, like I said, I mean, if Green Bay really took a st- if Jordan Love is not the guy, which I don't think he is, I think that Chicago, you know, with last year how they were playing Green Bay close with Rodgers distracted, quote unquote, if you will, I'll put it that way. I think this is I think this is winnable. Uh-huh. It's still Green Bay. I think it's winnable. Tampa Bay. You know, it really does come down to if Baker Mayfield is the guy. If that end of season Rams Baker comes out and that O line like you're talking about protects him like all wild, and you know, then we have to deal with you know putting up with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin terrorizing the secondary. But that comes down to the QB. Uh-huh. Defensively, they're going to be harassing Chicago, but can they take advantage of opportunities? You know, Kansas City's Kansas City. I don't expect to win that game at all. That that is the cream of the crop of the league. It's going to be a litmus test. Screw it. Why not? But you, there's no way you're going to sell me on the Bears upsetting the Kansas City Chiefs unless it's somehow like the Colts game last year where, like, once in a full moon, Andy Reid and, you know, <laughs> Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes decide to have a bit of a gray, gray matter area in their brain just kind of go, nope, this ain't working today. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And then they just completely slip, which it could happen. I don't bank on it happening. You know, so a lot of question marks. This first six total question mark teams. Yep. It really is. Like even Minnesota, because people are putting them down. I'm still like, yeah, but, you know, this is Kirk Cousins still could put up yards on us. You know, there's talk about Dalvin Cook and Cup, but there's, they still have Alexander Madison on the other side who runs like a cook and is cheaper than a cook. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a lot of question marks this first six weeks. A lot of question marks. Yeah, it's going to be tough, and then it does not get easier as we get later on into the schedule, but the, it, it's a tough schedule at the first week six. Not as tough as others, but it's pretty it's pretty tough there. So we'll go to the next part if I click on the right one. The next part of their schedule, um, they then when they go into week seven, they get the Las Vegas Raiders at home, then they go out and play the Los Angeles Chargers, then they have to go to New Orleans, play a new-look New Orleans Saints with a new head coach. Then they got to play Carolina with their new quarterback. Then they go to Detroit, and we'll see if they have Hopkins there or not. Then they have to go play Minnesota. Then they get their bye week into week 13. All the way to week 13, they get a bye week. It's a late one, man. Yes, it is. I think think that'll be detrimental only if – Justin Fields has to play a similar style as he did last year. Uh-huh. That'll be a that'll be brutal for 13 weeks if you have to take a pound or 12 weeks if you got to take a pounding like that. Yes. Which this year is supposed to be the year that we aren't supposed to see as much of that. You know, as even Lamar Jackson said, want to air out the ball. Justin Fields hasn't said that, but you know damn well they want to try and air the ball out more this year. Oh yeah, they you they, know the Bears cannot survive. Justin Fields running like he did. We saw the the Falcons game last year where he started to limp, and then he was out for a game not shortly after that. The thighs cannot take that type of hits, number one, if he holds on to the ball too long. Number two, if you look at the first six weeks, now look at this. Like, you have to go play a hard-hitting, no matter what Vegas, you know, Raiders team or the Oakland Raiders, they always hit hard, in my opinion. They have always been that type of team. But then you end into the bye week, Going to Detroit, who at that point, I don't know Detroit's schedule, and I'm not going to go through it, they could be hot at that point. And if they're hot and Justin Fields has to make some plays 
or whoever, that's tough. Then you got to end it with Minnesota again. You just played them week six. Now, six weeks later, you got to go to their house and play again before you get to this bye week. Like, and then yeah. Carolina's new look too. New coach there. You got a new quarterback. Like, there's some question, uh, big question marks there for this week, but it's still a tough thing to get to week 13 for your bye week. Even though we're a young team, and if we can air the ball out and be protected and do things, we'll be fine. But if we start getting injured and people start getting thrown in, it's going to be tough. I mean, you can still lean. So Chicago can at least lean on the run game still. They can. I'll give it that. You know, they did at least as much as I was annoyed, they didn't get Montgomery back. They did. Foreman is still very capable. Howard's still capable. Credit. He, I don't know if he, I don't really have faith in either of them as blockers like I did with Monty. But, you know, I digress. Uh, but I mean, this is the stretch of schedule where you're definitely hitting competition. We're like, okay, we, A, will know what they are, I think, by that part of the year. But B, that's a bit more of the buzzsaw. Because Las Vegas, yeah, sure, you can talk about the Jimmy G physical thing, which that is kind of, it's almost kind of funny. It's almost funnily bad that we're at this point where it's like, well, now I'm having surgery. Oh, yeah, my physical, I didn't pass it. And if I don't pass it by the beginning of the year, I could lose my contract. So there's oh, that Jimmy discussion, um, which I mean, hey, you know what? Screw it. That's that's to me is winnable if you depending on how that is looked looked at. It's also the Raiders with Josh McDaniels. I don't like Josh McDaniels as a head coach. He shouldn't have gotten the job. I think this is a year he proves he's going to get fired because he didn't deserve the job anyway. Because Rick Pisacchia should have had the job in Las Vegas. Yes. Whatever, Mark Davis. He did such a good job. Whatever, Mark. He did such a good job. I don't. I don't get it. Players get behind you. You write all these letters after that hard loss on a wild card game, and you don't get the job. That uh, sorry, and then you pick up Josh McDaniels, who was one of the most hard ass coaches in Denver, that lost his own co- quarterback from a trade because he pushed him out. And look, Derek Carr, same deal. It's the same story playing over again. Which, by the way, after that Los Angeles game, which to me will also be one that I'm like, we'll know who the Bears are, and I don't know. I'm tr- I'm not trusting this one right now as a win. Um, I'm not trusting that Saints game as a win either. No. Because no. I've got New Orleans. A lot of people aren't talking about New Orleans enough. I like New Orleans. I like what they got over there right mm-hmm. now. Derek Carr, with that setup, if Michael Thomas comes back, the way he's talking about where he's like, oh, I'm coming back with vengeance this year. Then you've got Chris Olave over there and a few other options. You know, you still got Alvin, you got Alvin Kamara, who is in this prime right now. The defense one's still top 10 in the NFL. I like New Orleans. That's going to be a hard out. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that game right now. And they still have a good offensive line. I don't trust that game. Carolina, a little bit better. Uh, kind of depends on Bryce Young, honestly, because their defense is pretty scrappy. Not going to yep. lie. Panthers, uh, they leaned on on very opportunistic defense last year and grit. Uh, so that'll be kind of what's there. Um, you know, so we'll find out soon. But I'm not trusting that one. Or I'm on the fence about it. Detroit, I'm high on Detroit. That's going to be the de facto. To me, that's the de facto team that I think is right now and has the best opportunity to win the North. And honestly, it's had the Bears number Uh last few years. I think you got to come in and play hard, but they're going to be hard out because uh, goddamn Dan Campbell and company have put together a really good roster. Yes, they have. So I think it's a tough game. It's it can be winnable. Any division game is winnable, but it's not as uh, cutthroat. As recent years same with minnesota again people are undervaluing minnesota 
I don't think you should be undervaluing Minnesota, my guy. There's, this is still plenty of talents there that they're going to make it hard. It's a young defense that's had some holes, but I still ain't I ain't touching it. You know, yeah. I don't think you should be saying sorry. It's a down and out eight and nine group. You, you sure? You sure about that? Because I, I I don't I don't think that's the case. I, I think that it, when it comes to division rivals right now, Detroit and Minnesota will be the ones that will be the biggest pests or ones that you are going to lose at least one game this year too. Yeah, sorry. Because Minnesota Minnesota is going to be that ten to twelve win team, or they're going to be that six to nine. T- win t- like that's just who they are. That's always who they are. And what because when they're hot, they are hot. Their offense looked great last year. I have to think that rolls over this year. I see two wins for sure that you could sit there and say if if Vegas is falling apart because whatever happens with their quarterback, whatever happens with the play caller, you could look at that as a win. Carolina, you could look at that as a win. The Chargers, they're pretty good. You can't guarantee that one, especially when you're going to their place. Like you said, New Orleans is that trap mm-hmm. game where are you getting the hot Derek Carr? Is he healthy? Uh, you know, are all their playmakers healthy? Um, I think they split with Minnesota. I don't think I can see the Bears beating them twice, but I feel like they're going to split it. I just don't know where it's going to be. Is the is it coming week six? I, I think home? they split this year. Yeah, I, I think it has to be split. Um, and then Detroit at Detroit, especially if Detroit's hot. If they're if they're, they're mm. they got the mojo going at that point, um, that'll be a tough go for I them. I don't know, Vern. I don't know, Vern. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, now credit they do get to have a. After that Panthers contest, they do get to have a ten game or a ten day off period to prep. That's true. So that's true. Is a little more time. I mean, I don't. I haven't looked at Eberflus yet as a like I get an extra few days and I'm going to kick ass type of coach yet. But I mean, we'll find out this year. I mean, shoot, like Luke Getzey, like we'll know this year for sure about like his offense because last year we knew he was playing it safe. This season, it's all about well, better stretch the field, better, yep. uh, better start pushing a little more. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about like. Here's the thing, I'm going to say this real quick. I'm not talking about the Bears folks that put up like the oh look at these deep bombs, you know, like we can't stretch the field. Justin can't throw. There's a difference between having it where you're going to put together some cherry picked highlights of throwing long bombs and being like you can't. There's a difference, people. You can't just say, well, he's throwing the long bombs. That's not that's not just how quarterbacks do it, my guy. You can't just say, well, it's a good quarterback because he threw a 60-yarder. Because you know what? The 60-yarder is not always available. Right. So that's the deal. Jamarcus, We're not talking about just the deep bombs. Jamarcus Russell because could we throw know he can hit those. Jamarcus Russell could do that. <laughs> hey, look what happened. I'm just saying. <laughs> so that's, I, I mean, we we're going to find out real quick. I hate those clips where they type it. Capital letter, lowercase letter, capital, lowercase letter. I thought Justin Fields couldn't throw. If you're in the NFL, you could throw 60 to 70 yards. And it's going to hit sometimes. But I've also seen the, every quarterback overthrow those 60-yard bombs. So, like, uh, thank you for bringing that. Make him, now I'm angry. I don't now know. I'm, I, I'm, it's tied in because, obviously, a lot of this is offensive production that we're basing on. Because I think defensively, you know, as much as we critiqued, like, they don't have sacks or getting pressures, like, you know, they were doing a good job in the secondary, and they upgraded their linebacking core at least to get things squared uh-huh. up. So they should be better. And they upgraded their – they technically did upgrade their front four. They did. So there is all that. They did. Uh, this is where – They did. 
you know, the first six weeks, I said, we'll figure out what kind of defensive line we're going to have, what kind of is going to look like this next six. They'll be tested. You know, they're, you know, this is really going to talk about conditioning. This is going to talk about how good in shape they are. And it's going to show some depth before they get to that bye week. The depth on yeah. every position, offense, and especially defense. Because defense, you got to rotate guys in certain situations. It's third and long. Do we have the speedster to get to the quarterback? It's third and one, fourth and one. Do we have the big bruisers? Are, are they going to be able to stop them from getting that? So by the next this next part of their schedule, do, you know, we'll really know for sure. You know, I think week six Minnesota, mm-hmm. we will have a good idea, and then this this will be tested. They're going to go get some good offensive lines, and they're going to go get some good receivers. Yeah, the, the second stretch will certainly – like if, if the Bears come out and their offense is like full – eight-cylinder motor like we've been talking about like we can see that potential for then yeah i mean the sky is kind of more the limit like i said with some of these games i do think for i will be honest with you this may sound crazy um i actually think that at this time and credit this is because the qb situation in las vegas is very fluid at the moment i believe the easiest game in this stretch right here is actually against las vegas because I I don't I don't I think Carolina defensively is there, or it is very close to being fully there. It comes down to Bryce Young. They did of course lose DJ Moore, but I don't know, man. Like I said, if you you have good defense. I can trust that. I don't trust Vegas's defense. No, you know, no, you know. If I don't think they did enough to do anything on that side, and unless Jimmy G is fully healthy, if Jimmy G's healthy and Devontae Adams and him are clicking. <laughs> And maybe Josh McDaniels has a coming to Jesus moment where he has figured it out and gone full Bill Belichick somehow. Maybe. But again, he's a better offensive coordinator. Let's just say that. If he was just an offensive coordinator, that's where Josh McDaniels belongs, in my opinion. We've already seen it. But Oh, there you go. You know, we've This seen isn't the reality we live in, though. I, I, I think, like, for example, I think New Orleans wins the South this year in the NFC. And I... I I think there's valid points to that. I don't trust Atlanta. I don't trust Carolina to be fully there to win a division. New Orleans is the most veteran talent. And the Tampa Bay Bucks, unless QB situation comes out and they said, oh, they did a great job getting that set up, I think the Saints will win it. And that's why I'm like, I don't trust the Saints game. I don't trust the the Chargers game whatsoever because they're the Chargers. Even though they do blow games like this, I think that they will come out and play better this year. Um, I don't trust any of those NFC North games that are Detroit no. or Minnesota. So, uh, no, yeah, not sure. I mean, I, I think worst case scenario, you could walk out of that stretch one in five. Yeah. You it, know? It's very possible. And that would be like the disaster scenario where you lose five straight. Yeah. <laughs> after you win against Las Vegas. And speaking of the division right after their bye week, they get Detroit again. So you play Detroit. Hello. November 19th. And then December 10th. After your bye week, you turn right back around and you host Detroit in, in your week 14. Then you got to go to Cleveland. Then you get home Arizona, home Atlanta, and then end it out with the Green Bay Packers. And that's how we end our season. Mm. But talk about the talk yeah. about a stretch here. Carolina, Detroit, Minnesota. You get a bye week and then Detroit again. All right. So let me ask you this because we kind of talked about it. What is your probability that Chicago gets swept by Detroit? I think it's more probable to get swept by Detroit than Minnesota. And that's why I think they split Minnesota. But I think it's higher to get So we see split Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Do you think that Green Bay 
is worth a damn by the end of the season. It all comes down to quarterback play and their head coach. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm throwing. I'm throwing you what we just talked about a little bit. But like, I have that's a feeling. We're living in. I have a feeling they won't be worth anything. I, I, I. There's more probability of the Bears sweeping the Green Bay Packers this year than ever before, in my opinion. And I'm not just. I'm not in, just, a little, in recent history. Yes. Yes, in recent history. Because um, I'm not a Justin Fields person. That's well documented. But just what's happening in Green Bay now? Their defense, I think, is going to be better than what people think. They have some some playmakers there. They still have their coaches. Like, it's still going to be, you know, okay. Well, that's the thing. They still. I mean, you're talking QB point. I mean, Christian Watkins came on at the end of last season. He 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 was he was. Uh, I would say he was battered by fan, their fandom mm-hmm. like midway through the year, and then the second half of the year he just went on a tear. Uh-huh. So like I think he is their guy, no doubt. But then I look around, and then you know you're leaning on besides him, it's Aaron Jones. That's it, and then it comes down to availability of Aaron Jones. Yeah, I, as well. I think they're going to look different on offense. They're you know what we well what we saw with the Green Bay Packers that last year. What was something we saw a lot more of last year? We saw a lot more of the run game with I formation and stuff to get that going. We really saw that more than ever before. Yes. And I think that's what's going to continue when you have a quote-unquote inexperienced quarterback from a starting standpoint. Um, you know, you know, but history repeats itself. We saw Brent Favre go to the Jets, and then Aaron Rodgers comes in, and they don't miss a beat. Now we see Aaron Rodgers go to the Jets. Is 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 he going to miss a beat? You know, is is he going to? But I just don't see. I don't see this guy being an Aaron Rodgers. I don't see him being a Brent Favre. I think this the, the whole Packers season is going to be predicated towards the run game. So the only way that the Bears cannot sweep them is if they turn the ball over on offense and if the defense just can't stop the run this year and get pressure. But Green Bay could be beat up at that point. So, you know, to end the year out, I think they won't be worth anything. But in this stretch, I see three wins in a row. People are very high on Cleveland, but I see could see them beating Cleveland. Arizona is in a disarray with their quarterback yeah. situation. And then Atlanta hasn't been worth anything. I mean, I, I got I got this one a little more jumbled up because I mean, I do think that there is a good possibility that Detroit can sweep them. I'm just going to lay it out there. Um, I think it's more. I think it is a. I I have I'm high faith on Detroit. That is weird to say. Uh-huh. Like I have I actually have I have good thoughts that they will make that next step this this season. So I do think there's a good way that Detroit sweeps. I'm with you on Cleveland. I mean, it can kind of go either way. Um, what Deshaun Watson do we get? I mean, this will be the first year where he's getting a full off season where you're not going, oh yeah, he's suspended for being an idiot off the field. You I know, say do we get? Do so we... now he's fully expected to perform with guaranteed money. He stays you away know? from the massage tables. He'll be fine. But if he starts going back to them, we'll figure it out pretty quickly which, where where he went. But go on, go on. He uh, he isn't going. He. he I can't crack that joke. Anyway, anyway, uh, look, it does come down to Watson. Uh, uh, they do. I mean, clearly they have the talent if they wanted to, you know, they still have Nick Chubb. They still have, they still have, a, of course, you know, or sorry. Yeah. They still have Nick Chubb. They still have Amari Cooper on in their receiving core. Defense has been solid, not greatest, but it's been a solid unit for years. 
it really comes down to Watson's play. We'll learn. We'll know by then. I'm not bullish. I think they'll be middle of the road. I think Chicago can win that one though. Uh-huh. Arizona, I definitely think they can win that. Like you're saying, that's a dumpster fire organization right now. That as a cube that has its own QB issues and team issues at the moment. Atlanta's not there. They're on the right path, but I don't know if Desmond Ritter's ready to take that next elevation. Right. So pass. And then Green Bay. I mean, best case, they could finish on a one in, on a four and one stretch. And say you do like the four and two, like my scenario, you do four and two, they go one and five in the middle part of the year. So they're five and seven by that time. Then four and one, there you go. You have your nine and eight. Uh-huh. You know, there is a nine, eight, 10 and seven path. If you are this like good, but not great team. Right. At this moment, you know, uh-huh. there's eight, and nine, depending on some of these teams. Like for example, Cleveland's good. Yeah, no, I mean, they can win. If, if Cleveland comes out and they're swinging and Deshaun Watson's back to where he was in Houston, okay, never mind. Bets are off the table. I do lean more Cleveland. Or, you know, injuries, always unpredictable. But 10, 9 and 8, 10 and 7, the good part, the good scenario, that is very much here at play if certain items go the right way. Right. That is. Yeah, and, and this last part of their schedule, I can see three to four wins – um, the only reason why I say three is because, well, if they, they could lose to Detroit and Cleveland. Like you said, if Cleveland's defense does yes. what it did, if they're healthy, especially that defensive line, you know, if, if that's, if that's clicking like they were last year at points, especially when they played the bears last year, it was a complete, right. like turn the TV off after the first quarter. Like you don't want to watch this no more that, you know, they could lose those first two, but you could see them being Arizona, Atlanta and green Bay. And, Throughout the whole schedule, like you said, I could see I see six to ten wins. The only reason why I say six is because the only reason why I go that low is because it's the Bears. I can't have this high expectation because we've been hurt too many times. But of this schedule and the NFL this year, there's a lot more question marks, I think, than ever before because we're so used to the same rosters, the same quarterbacks, and everything else. So many changes. Tampa Bay doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. You know, Sean Payton's taking over yeah. Denver Broncos. What are they going to look like? Minnesota, are they going to be hot or are they not? And we could be sitting here talking about how great Detroit's going to be. Something could happen, and they can pull a complete Detroit Lions and not be what we're saying they are, and that could completely utter. I don't, I don't think that will happen. I think they have a great coaching staff, a great head coach where that doesn't happen. But it could. You just you never know. Um, and then with the Green Bay, like there's just a bunch of question marks this year, especially on the Bears schedule. So, you know, I, I say six. That's probably low. Because of the roster movements that have been made, you would think, oh, yeah, for sure, six. You would think for sure they're at the six. But like injuries, how do they progress? So I say six to 10 somewhere. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you can always, uncertainty, that's, that's every year, you know. I mean, shoot, man, like I said, I mean, we can talk about, and Justin Fields, tough guy, but like, say he get, say they run him like he did last year. Again, I don't expect, but say they run him like last year. You have 12 weeks. You have to wait in to go until your week 13 by. I don't want him getting banged up. Uh-huh. And then you have to lean. And credit, P.J. Walker, great backup. But do I really want to go into a game and have to worry about my backup like I did last year? No, no. I don't want to lean on freaking Nathan Peterman or anyone like that to no. deliver me a win. You crazy? Right. No. Hell no. So that, 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 that that's all. That's what's – it's mysterious. But like – there is potential. Like I, I do buy in like 
a lot of stuff that polls has done this off season. Great stuff. They got a lot, like we talked in our draft episode, they got a lot of, you know, it's a, it was a utility draft. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of role players in that draft. You know, there is good. I just don't see a world beating. I don't see a division winner yet. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Right. I don't see a, we're going to be like a third, fourth seed team. I see a, we sneak in as a seven and then shoot whatever else is gravy. That's the best case scenario to me. We sneak in as like a seven or six seed. Yep. And then we just have a ball because we're in the playoffs. Yep. You know, that's what I think too, with the schedule that's set up. Um, the biggest thing when I looked at it was all the question marks with all the other teams. If this was a couple years ago, I could sit there and tell you exactly who was going to win and how it was going to go. Now we're sitting here talking about how Detroit could win the conference, like that part of the conference. Like that's where we're sitting is that we're not talking about Green Bay winning it no more. We're talking about Detroit. We're talking about. I have to pinch myself for how much I've said that I have faith that Detroit can win the division. Well, we have that. We have a non-Drew. We have a non-Drew Brees Saints team now with Derek Carr, like that type of stuff. It's like it's very weird to look at from all the years of watching it. We have, you know, a Denver Broncos team that looked horrible last year, and how are they going to look? Like in Minnesota, doing what they like. It's just so weird from a couple years ago. But yeah, the Bears are sitting there where we could be middle of the road team, which is still better than last year, and that's still a win, in my opinion. Or it could be. You sneak in just like we did a couple years ago um, with Mitch Trubisky, and you just sneak into the playoff as a wild card. Like you just sneak in there. Oh yeah. And if you do that, then the following year is just going to hopefully skyrocket. It, you know, now if we if we underperform and we do get to that five wins, six win mark, I don't know if we panic yet because we're still rebuilding, but more pressure I think starts to build after that. Like. It, there's none right now. Right now, they're in a spot where there's no pressure because they understand what they're doing. But if they go three wins, four wins, five wins, and they don't perform well, then all of a sudden, the quarterback pressure, the quarterback position has a lot of pressure. You start to look at certain maybe wide receivers have a lot of pressure. That head coach and offense coordinator are going to have some pressure. And then do you draft a rookie quarterback again and you go through that whole process again? Like, so that type of stuff. But if they can get to the playoffs as a wild card, that all that will go away. That won't happen. Mm-hmm. I think without a doubt that that will gladly go away. Um, find out soon enough, though. But, I mean, it's a reasonable schedule. It, it doesn't feel like overkill, um, which it always seems like that's how it is. When you got these teams that have been down and out, you know, and, and then generally the NFL does kind of, skew it a little bit this way is where they're down and out teams. They've been beaten, battered. Usually, unless you're in a division, like say the AFC East, mm-hmm. you generally get a little bit more of the, all right, we'll give you a pass this year. Let's get you back on your feet type yep. of yep. deal. And then unless you're a good team, then the good teams are like, all right, let's get you on some good prime time yeah. type of television deal. Cause Chicago is definitely this year. It's got some TV spots, but it's, a little more of the, all right, we'll put you on the side. If you're good, transition to good slots, you know. Yeah, that's NFC why. NFC North battles will get the TV. That's why there's a couple saying. That's why there's a couple TVDs on there, like, to be announced on the Bear schedule, I think. As you looked mm-hmm. later on, there's a couple uh, not times for those games. So maybe that's why. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they're definitely flex. I think, I think the, the NFL definitely knows that there is potential this team could be a good on the on the on the border of fighting for playoff rights well at the uh, end of the year and the media loves justin fields 
loves Justin. Fields. Oh, I mean, yeah, they do because he's he's an athletic freak. It's just like Lamar Jackson, you know, Whatever. athletically gifted, Whatever. without a doubt. Whatever. The media loves LeBron James too, but we won't go down. Oh, LeBron! LeBron does control the narrative. I I am going to play that beyond that. Okay. Go watch my YouTube shorts. You'll hear my whole rant about how we can. Let's just talk. Let's just talk about the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. LeBron already had his week and a half in the sun. We don't need any more time. <laughs> Is he going to retire? Just, oh, he hurt his foot and he was – never mind. That was where he started. You know damn well he's not retiring. He he put it out there. He's playing with his son. He's back. Why are we wasting our time with that? That's all I'm putting it out. Well, he's got to get ESPN and all them views. Until Pat McAfee well, gets see, I, I, my, I had a foot injury. Yeah, yeah, that's why we got swept. I, I, I wasn't playing 100%. <laughs> he pulled that before, too. First year with the Lakers, he yeah, was well. hurt. And then they started to win. Then he went to zero dark 30. We're going to get to the playoffs. And he hopped back in, and then they sucked. Then he sat out. Then they came out, and the trainer posted like two weeks later, oh, he never should have been playing, but he decided to. Shut up. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well. Oh, well. It's okay. Um, but, yeah, I think we're all in agreement. I think all Bears fans are in agreement of middle-of-the-road eight wins this year. I think I think everybody is. Even it's, It is not a three-win season. That is, no. the mi- that is the best you can take away. This is, You are not going to get another down-and-out, downtrodden team. If you do, <laughs> I mean – We'll be we'll be all rioting on Twitter and social media about it, but there's I just there's no way in hell I can process this being a three win squad again. I will be Sorry. in Arlington Heights with my pitchfork. If we go three wins, I will be. Yeah, so let's all let's go to Arlington Heights. That'll wash any good team. You know, washes away bad problems. Look at the Houston Texans. You got option A: new uniforms. Because no one can complain when you have new uniforms to say and get giddy about with merch. Option B, the team moved to a new fancy arena. That's the L.A. method. Although that one was a – don't do the L.A. method of we didn't mean in good faith to agree with St. Louis. That's true. No, no, Uh, no. The L.A. method is we moved to a new stadium, and now we'll fix the problems because you're distracted by the new shiny object. Look over here while we do this over here. Uh, Yes. Over here. Dangle this over here. Pretty SoFi Stadium. Look at the look at the nice look at the little pond in front of in front of the big overhanging archway. Look at Dwayne Johnson coming in. Or not. Dwayne Johnson's coming in to talk. Just look at that over there. Don't worry about what's happening. In the All other your town. favorite celebrities are here. Yeah. Although in Chicago that'd be a, in Chicago that'd be like, is that Kanye West? Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> is that Kanye West? Oh uh Dude, <laughs> is that Kanye? Is that R. Kelly? <laughs> oh, is that R. Kelly? No, 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 no. I think YouTube's going to kick me off now. <laughs> we can't. I got to stop. Um, anything else I missed from that? I don't think I did. Uh, oh, that was another one. You got Chance the Rapper. Oh goodness gracious! It's a better one to end with Chicago. <laughs> okay, no, I, that's it. I think we're good. 
I, 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 it's exactly what I expect. A, a middle of the road possible playoff year. Anything, anything below middle of the road, and we can all go and sing kumbaya in front of our in front of our merch fire. I'm kidding. I won't throw away my merch, but I will be angry and post tweets uh-huh. like an angry Bears fan that I am. I will be very angry. Now I have to know where's our ah Kelly? rage. I'm going to use my 140 plus characters. Where's our Kelly from? Oh, he is from Chicago. I See, I knew that Chicago. was funny. I knew I knew I knew that. Yeah, I was going to say you were right. That's why I said Chance because Chance is also Chicago. So, okay, I just want to make sure I was right. I just said R. Kelly because it was the first one that popped up in my brain. Now, see if I said, see if I said Eminem, people are like you idiot, you're rooting for Detroit. Like, yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe Rob Lagojevich really. will pop in. Rob Lagojevich, ew. <laughs> okay, I'm out. <laughs> That that's that's my cue to exit stage stage left. Or Lori Lightfoot will pop in. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't need her being my sleep paralysis demon. All right, well, I think that'll wrap up another bear down as we start to spiral out of control with our Chicago fandom, who who will be at our. We have lost it. <laughs> The show, the show has lost it. It is off the tracks. I was going to start looking up serial killers from Chicago. That was the next spot. Nope, show. nope. Now you, it's hit the small town and it's in a small village. Oh. <laughs> Train has destroyed many buildings. Now we, <laughs> the show's got to end. Stop it. Stop the show. All right. Well, <laughs> well, Zach, thanks for coming back for Bear Down. Um, We'll be back when we get more updates from Bears as they start camps and they start reports, and we will be back to talk about all that stuff as we itch closer to the season, as we start getting into the summer. Um, Check out Zach's other podcast, USFL podcast, Inside the Walls podcast, you know, all that good stuff. Um, What was the other one? I forgot. Or did I say them all? Oh, I mean, Inside the Walls, USFL podcast, that's the main ones. And then here. And then that's third. You say fourth and four. I mean, that, that was the other one. Yeah, fourth. Which and that four. should be starting up. You know, later this summer. Yes. You know, football. Your pregame uh, fix. So it's going to happen. Yep. So check all that out. Um, so Zach, thanks for being here. Thanks everybody for watching or listening, and we will see you guys on the next one. <laughs>